nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! What I always look for is authenticity. You know, is the story truly captivating? Is it a page turner? Is the director a visionary? Does he have a vision for the script? Is he someone that I could see myself working with for weeks or months on end? And is this project going to be a challenge for us? Are we going to be going that extra mile that we haven't had to go to before? I think with A Monkey's Paw, we found what I always look for to make ourselves better as a production team, which is a true, authentic challenge. I get a kick out of hearing what people pull from my writing and that interplay afterward of like response, change, adapt, respond, and up until the point to where this thing starts getting built that nobody truly anticipates. Nobody knows how it's going to turn out, but it does. And that's, that's another really cool part of it. Is it truly a captivating script? Before I even picked it up, I honestly did not think it would live up to the insurmountable hype that everyone gave to me. You know, everyone was just so enamored with the story and the script. Even my producer David gave me a call and he said, look, you gotta read the script because it's amazing. And the moment I started turning those pages, you know, I just, I just started brainstorming. I started thinking up ways to do certain parts of the script, started thinking up ways of making this vision come to life. And I just, knew, I don't want to tell you too much about the script, but I knew when I read it that I absolutely loved it. So collaboration's at the center of every project, and I'm happy to say that I'm excited to work with the people that I'm currently working with right now. Um, whenever I first told them, uh, Calvin and David, about the stuff I had in mind, they both had so much to offer. Uh, David's already got the world on his shoulders all the time. The worlds of like everybody who's involved in this and you know everything that we hit with him. He was like, yeah. He's like, I got it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. And then Calvin has brought such a depth and so much knowledge to like this thing that I, I haven't, I hadn't even considered and everything. And with all of us working together, I know that it's going to be something really special. And horror is the perfect genre for all of this, because no matter how freaky or how grisly or grueling or insurmountable those odds are on the screen, the characters have to deal with that. And in turn, that is as close as you are going to get to that insurmountability. All of our previous projects have been done with no funding, have been completely out of pocket or because we've had to pull every favor we possibly could. But despite that, we're still incredibly proud of what we've made so far. 
got me thinking. What could we actually do with a budget? And there's so many possibilities. We could rent the perfect location that the script demands. We can hire crew, new crew that we haven't worked with before, and more importantly, pay people that have been dedicated with our film crew since day one. We can rent out gear, get props that would enhance the scene and get the true vision of what me, Devin, and David Rubio have wanted. And this fundraiser is that challenge. It's that new thing that's going to help us grow as filmmakers. And like we've done with every challenge so far, we're going to give it the best we possibly got. Welcome, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, a podcast of reviews of movies. And as it says on the bottom right here, down there, talk that nerd shit. As always, it is the nerd you're going to hear the whole show lines, my wonderful co-host, Ben Gilda. What's up, everybody? What's good? You're wearing the shoulder pad uh, hoodie. Don't be hating. It's warm. Yeah, it doesn't look like it anymore, honestly. Yeah, it's been washed yeah. a couple of times. It's been washed, yeah. It's been washed a couple of times. Uh, also, as you all know, joining us every Monday for the rest of this this uh, month, Aiden Burns. What up? I don't have shoulder pads on my shirt, but yeah. Yeah. You got to pop them. Oh, I, I wish I did. You got to pop them. You got to pop them, bro. Just, <laughs> just pop them, bro. Like, <laughs> how are we guys? How are we, how are we doing? Doing? Just knocking my mic over. It's it's fine, you know. Yeah, I, that's what happens. That's what happens with shoulder popping. Shoulder popping, bro. What's good? Luis is here. What's up? Yeah, you're gonna lurk. Cool, man. This man came in for a total one second and dipped. He dipped, bro. Yeah, even he's though like, he's, he's like, I'm gonna go listen to music. Yeah, I'm even though he watched the film with us, bro, with me, bro. Like, damn. Okay. Like, he has to take a phone call. He'll be back in an hour. He's got to go up the fucking hill like 20 times. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, unless we go for like another 53 minutes like to, like last time. But I, I doubt it. But um, I don't think so. Dude, I, I, how, how are we doing, uh, Aiden? Uh, how has your day been? Pretty good. You know, I got to Zoom with a celebrity. I can't, I don't know if I can disclose who it is. But, you know, that's pretty cool. What's, it, what's it rhyme with? Um, the last name rhymes with runt, I guess. So somebody named cunt. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> runt. Uh, that, that rhymes with cunt. Movie spear or, or a music spear? Movie. Okay. That's interesting. If anybody uh, has a guess, throw it up. It's going to take some guesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah get some guesses. But, but uh, yeah, Brad, you were not zooming celebrities today, were you? Uh, not to my knowledge. If I were, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys had to 
I, I mean, I mean, we did get the email from the flat earther dude, so I guess that's that counts. Yeah, yeah. Brad, they li- they're listening, bro. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> hey, man, we really appreciate, but uh, no. <laughs> I can say we, I'm bad. I'm we good. believe in a flat earther. Yeah, no, no, I'm good. I mean, I'm you good. can believe whatever you want to believe. Um. Yeah, you're good. Like you can believe whatever you want to believe, but I'm not doing my. I, I mean, I, I, I kind of want to get Bill Nye on the same episode. And be like, fight. Yeah, you guys talk. <laughs> pretty bad. Like oh, we don't yeah. know anything. We're not. We, we don't know anything about the Earth. Geography was not my my best moment. But um, yeah, man. Um, Brad, uh, what's it called? Uh, work, work was all right. I, I know your work got a, pos- a case of COVID, so I hope you've been all right. Anything changing around there? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. It's, not, it's like in rural Arizona. It's like you get it, you get it, you die, you die. <laughs> Only the strong survive. That's basically what what our mentality is right now. <laughs> oh my god. Excuse me. Do not want to burp into the microphone. Well, take a shot. Yeah, take a shot, boys. Um. Anybody who's been here before, you were here last week, you know, we are in the middle of our Kiarostami Film Month here with Aiden. Last week, we reviewed Life and Nothing More, a.k.a. and Life Goes On. I don't know which one to choose. You choose which one you want. But, um, yeah, we've been we've been watching that. We watched that and we talked about that one. And uh, we had some pretty, uh, what's it called, uh, an interesting talk last week that lasted yeah. three minutes. So I mean it was that was a pretty pretty good fucking movie from all our points considering it was a road trip. Yeah, pretty much just yeah. a road trip. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh um, although, although I do have a question on how this man is able to take shots into glasses and windows and the camera doesn't show up. You don't freaking get the de- Aiden. Can you, if you can explain this to me cuz I have a, no idea how how, like, do you Are they just to- like really far away and like zoomed in or some shit? I mean, that could probably work. I mean, it, it's kind of a mix of that. Or if you're close, just have a fucking great polarizing filter. The but even then, those look- don't even like work that well. Like, honestly, like, and I know which shots you're talking about, Brad. It yeah. doesn't look like the like one in the glasses looking. where it's like yeah. front of the car. And like, you're like, where the fuck's the camera? That's usually a polarizer filter if it's on the front of the car, because like okay. for some reason those fucking work great for car windows, and not other windows. I've tried, which doesn't explain the, doesn't explain the Edward Yang one either. Yeah, yeah. But like, dude, like that doesn't look like a telephoto lens. That's not a telephoto lens. There's no way they zoomed in. Like, I I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I think the greats are just magical. Like Tarkovsky control the wind. Color, fire, definitely not fire. Apparently, definitely not fire. Although he, he can't control building a whole other fucking house to burn down. Yeah, and then <laughs> you do what you can do with the budget you get, right? But and, um, in Mother Russia, apparently they had enough budget for a, I'm guessing a fake house. Yeah, but um, it's the front of that. <laughs> today we're gonna be discussing uh, Basquiat's uh, 1999 film. Uh, the wind will carry us. This is Aiden's pick because I didn't do a second round of the of the wheel, so I said, you know what? I'm just gonna give it to Aiden. He can what's it called? Uh, go ahead and get the um, what's it called? The second choice. So um, we'll go today. We do Aiden's, and um, and 
what's it called? Uh, next week we do my for my my pick, which is uh, which is what's it called? Uh, Abbas Kiarostami's uh, certified copy. So uh, I'm excited because uh, I've never seen Abbas. What's it called? A certified copy, and also it's um his. It's it. It came out in 2010, so it's one of his more later movies. So, uh, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, I mean, unless we have anything else to discuss, guys, what's it called? Um, Let's get into it. I, I think we can get into it. So, if you have not watched Abascal Stamis, the wind will carry us. Please stop here and uh, stop listening because there's possible spoilers that could be, uh, you know. On their Spoil. way. Spoiler. But if you don't care about spoilers, let's go ahead. Go ahead and keep listening. I don't know what the hell's going outside my 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 door, dude. Like it's it's distracting me. But um, yeah. If you if you if you have watched it and you don't care about spoilers or you don't care about spoilers, you can keep listening. Either way, how this goes, guys. What's it called? This will. Uh, what's it called? Um, this is a spoiler warning, as in effect, and it is in effect in a five. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> I clicked the right one today, guys. Yeah, yeah. All right, Aiden, it's your time to read. Okay. Um, the Wind Will Carry Us, original title, Badma Ra Kahadbord. <laughs> That's for sure how you say that. Yeah, um, sure that one. <laughs> a 1999 film about an irreverent city engineer, Bazad, coming to a rural village in Iran to keep vigil for a dying relative. In the meanwhile, the film follows his efforts to fit in with a local community and how he changes his own attitudes as a result. The title is a reference to a poem written by the modern Iranian poet Farood Farakhzad. <laughs> Can't read Iranian names. I mean, I mean, better than we can do. Amen. Uh, written by Mahmoud Aden, though. So. Ooh, ooh, you got that one. Hey. Mm-hmm. Damn sure you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be Aiden. I feel like a lot of Aiden, like Middle I, Eastern I, Uber drivers, always call me Aiden. I'm like, that's not right, but sure. All right, yeah. That that's it? It? Was, that, was that all two sentences? What was that? It that was pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, the the Wikipedia one had like some other shit that's not really relevant. relevant? I yeah, I wrote, I read like most of the IMDb one, and then I followed up with a final sentence okay. from, uh, from Wikipedia. Okay. So I really blended those bitches lego dip yeah. yeah all right man um what's it called uh yeah so this one um man i knew i told you it was available on canopy my worst mistake was watching it on canopy jesus christ canopy hated me today it kept stopping and stopping and stopping and like i couldn't finish it like in 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 an order that i wanted to so i just had to wait for my friend uh, what, so I had to wait for my friend uh, Amazon Prime to give me the give me the rental. So I checked it out and I saw the rental on there. So I rented it and I watched it on there. What was left of it, and uh, yeah, so I watched it. I finished it on there, but uh, I took a little break in between because apparently Canopy was being a motherfucker. And when I thought that Canopy was gonna let me do it, it stopped again. Halfway, like more than halfway through, I was like, "All right, so obviously this isn't gonna work." And uh, for anybody who doesn't want to pay a dollar, I pay like three dollars to rent this movie. It is available on YouTube for free, but it's in 360p. Yeah, and uh, uh, that's why I branded it from Amazon. Yeah, yeah, no, no, thank you. 
So um, let's go ahead and, and start this up in here, bro. Um, Aiden, you want to give us your your initial thoughts on uh on Lynn Carius? It is your movie, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it really kind of starts off where we left off with more fucking driving. <laughs> so I was right. like, damn, all right, this is all of these movies. <laughs> But like very nice driving shots, I guess. Again, so it's like just keeps on going like that. Um, kind of a different once you get into it, a very different film, I guess, because he's kind of staying in one location for the most part instead mm-hmm. of just kind of moving throughout all these um, locations throughout the whole thing. Um, but you really learn that cell phone service here fucking sucks, and people have incredible patience for him to be like, hold the line for an hour and a half while I drive up this fucking hill. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and he also is very forgetful and just happens to just leave his camera behind. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The tea lady was not putting up with this shit at all. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, overall, like shot very well. Um, mm-hmm. just a bit of a different pace, I guess, versus the last one. Just felt a little bit slower to me, I guess. Well, I mean. Oh, just because there was less shit moving and it was just kind of repeating the same kind of actions over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I guess just a different method versus the other film, I guess. All right. Brad, you want to give us your thoughts on The Wind Will Carry Us? Sure. This is, it was good, but it's probably my least favorite that I've watched of his yeah. through these. For me. Um, wow, this is where I differ, guys. Um. This is high up there. I think this is probably my second favorite Kiarostami. Uh, this movie affected me on a way that I was not ready to be affected. Um, it's so, like I said, Kiarostami has this really interesting way of blending, you know, life's most simple aspects like death and and uh, family gatherings and and you know you know art, and he has a way of making them so poetic in a way. And in here, like the moment I like he gets there to the village and he has these conversations with the boy, it's like we see. So the guy who the guy when he gets there to the village is a different person than the guy who leaves the village. Like you, tr- I truly saw that change in him, like for for real. Like, you and um. I, I don't know about that. The man flipped over a fucking turtle. That was kind of a different <laughs> yeah. At that point, I was like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> At that point, I was like, I've seen you drive up this hill 20 times. I'm done with you. <laughs> I, I I truly adored this movie, man. Everything from the cinematography to even the performances by the little boy, dude. Like, I just... I, I, the little I, boy was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I just did... The, the colors in this movie were bland to me compared to his others. Just, they were bland. The the walls and This everything. one also, Brad, this one hasn't gotten a restoration yet. So... Well, that could be it. That, that's probably that, that, that could be it. Um, yeah. But also, like, I just didn't follow that the dying woman was his aunt. Like, he just kept bringing up, asking the kid, well, how is she? It's like, who the fuck is she? I, I don't remember that ever being brought up that that was his aunt that he was coming to see and take photos of. That, that's all I thought was, like, a reporting crew for most of this film until I actually read it on Wikipedia. Like, oh, it was his aunt. Yeah. Fuck? I, I, what's it called? Um, so I had read the article before, so I was like, okay, I know this see, is that. See, but you take that article away and yeah. you don't know what's yeah, I didn't going read on that. In there. I didn't, I kind of like from the synopsis, I knew he was kind of, it seemed like he was going to visit his relative, but I had no fucking clue. Yeah. And you also just never see her. So I feel like, I don't well, know if you, there were you like, never, 
you never really yeah, see anyone. In, you see him and the kid and a few, few characters. You never really see And I guess like her. his colleagues he always always talking about, you hear them, but like they just never fucking Yeah, show up. and they leave their strawberries everywhere. He's like, fucking dude. There's something though. <laughs> My goddamn colleagues. And I'm noticing it. I'm noticing it in this film the most, what Kiarostami does. That's so interesting. I don't know if you find it interesting too, Aiden, how like, so homie could be walking and he's going down the stairs and coming up and Kiarostami's still filming. He's like, nah, I'm going to wait for him to get up and get out of the shot and then I'm going to cut. And Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. He, he won't cut to like, when he's coming down and he's walking around the village, like, the camera just keeps moving with that. He's not cutting to be like in front of him coming down the stairs. Like it's it seems it's like if Kiarostami wants us to excuse me. Kiarostami wants us to kind of um get to know the area, but also like analyze the landscapes of where he is and like really show us where this guy is at. I, I think the issue I have with that is we watched four movies where it's the exact same landscape. Well, I it's don't, a hill I, with a dirt road. Iran, man. Brad, you're asking for too much at this point. I think the pacing it, it hurts in this movie. He could have done an hour and thirty minute movie and would have been better. No, I think it. I, I think, don't need to see the truck going up the fucking hill twenty times. I roll. think you needed. I don't the, need it. I think you needed the pacing for this. Because I think you needed that like eventual slow burn of a wait to find out, well, damn, is this woman going to die or something? And then you find out that, yeah, she died. Yeah, she died. And like, you know, you, you know, sometimes I think we all can, what's it called? We can uh, talk from experience here. Like sometimes when you're in that position, you're in the damn hospital for a, like a good week. Like you're like, well, damn, you know, the body does not want to go yet. It does not want to go yet, so I think you need that slow pace of a film. Do I? Did I want to call? It, did I agree with him going every single damn time up the hill? <laughs> God no, but sure, love looking at it. But um, I mean, you could have cut Brad. Brad wants somebody to go back into the city, like in close up. That's what he wants him to do. Just, just like oh, okay, and then he's on the phone. All right. I mean, after the third time, you get it. You get it. There's no cell phone signal in this fucking place. Yeah. Like, I understand guy. that. <laughs> I will say, though, God damn. I was like, when I heard him go, hello, hello. And uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, my God. You're <laughs> like hey, on the line. You can still memory. hear me. Don't hang up. I'm going up the hill. And I'm like, you fucking go. Here we go. I will say though that shot when he gets on the motorcycle with the doctor and they're running, they're going through the field. Oh, fucking beautiful! Oh, that was a good shot, especially oh. with the dialogue oh, and that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. Wind just blowing through the ground. Oh. Yeah. I, I gotta of, agree. That was a great shot. Yeah. I'm telling you, we got a good restoration of this. They restored this, bro. Like, I'm pretty sure that they, this will look a lot better because. Uh, at least the version I was watching, I was seeing a little bit of popping, like the, the film was kind of popping. In places. You know? When, yeah. when he, he did that one, um, um, I, I forget what you call it, but it, he's focused on one area and it goes from mm -hmm. like night to day. Oh, the, the time lapse? Yeah. Yeah, you, you saw the sheep kind of moving back and forth. You're like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I, I think this one's due a restoration for sure. This one's due a restoration, but I don't think that Criterion has the distributing rights. They don't. They don't. Uh, from from at least from the title page, it was a different company. Yeah, so it's not Janus that has got their hands on this yet. 
And you can tell, honestly, you can tell that there's been a lot of work done on those restorations from the from the three that we watched before, Brad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now they I don't agree. Work. I agree. They're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's just a matter of the the, the film negatives not being restored yet. Did, did anyone else think the main actor looked like Martin Brody from Jaws? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that makes it a different movie. <laughs> different movie, bro. It's just a fucking I mean, just... shark in the desert. <laughs> but yeah, no, there was just so much. Dun, dun. I will dun. say, I was scared when the guy got buried alive. When he when he fell in there and he was buried alive, I was like, bro. And then he... I do, I do have some questions on that scene too. Like, I get it. He stopped by the adults and he was like, "Yo, your homie's in the hole. Like, go help him." He stopped by the adults. Homies in the hole, go help him. Then he picks up all the kids. Yeah, I was like, like they pick up the kids, and then he lets them out. It's like, what the fuck was yeah. that? Were you gonna lower them down in the hole or some shit? Like, what was the plan yeah, there? Small and nimble. <laughs> I wanted, I, like, I was thinking they're like, dude, you are, you are, you are wasting time here. This man could die. Yeah, like, just yeah, I, just, the kids. I thought he was just kind of like dipping and then just like going back and like maybe yeah, throwing somebody good. back. And I was like, fuck, does he just like? Call down and like see if he's all good or something. Juices, I'm out. <laughs> he's like, oh. he, like he knocked over that turtle. He's like, oh fuck this guy too. I guess. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. the turtle. He was. He was so mean to that kid who kept just bringing him milk and bread. It's just like, yeah. god damn you asshole. You were so nice, man. What's it called? That was uh, what's it called? Uh, I I really like what's it called. I really like that kid. That kid did a really good job. Yeah, um, I think those are my favorite moments in this when he was yeah. talking to the kid. I mean, mostly in kind of the earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. part of the he film because at, because at the end he wasn't really talking to him because he yeah he was kind of just being a dick and then he's like he was an asshole to the kid bro yeah. like why the fuck are you talking like you know you know you should... and, you, and you go you're complaining about not getting milk and you're you're talking to the one kid who brings you milk you yeah. asshole yeah and then and then I just thought the the whole scene where he's in the basement and she's milking the cow like I thought it was beautifully shot and everything I just found it very weird. Like yeah. he's just reciting poetry while she's she's just she's fucking you know going at it with the cow whole, yeah whole and, and she's like yeah I don't want to put my light to my face fuck you yeah I found it really odd where this homie this dude's like can you show me your face at least and I'm like I I think in a way it's him like like I'm 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 really seeing this incredible community here and I want to get to know everyone as much as I can but dude she's 16 and she, it's not coming off like that. Yeah. And then, and then I loved um, the the where he's talking to the pregnant lady. He's like, "I was talking to your sister," and she's like, "No, you were talking to me." It's like, "No, no, you, it was your sister. She was pregnant." And it's like, "Look, I got a baby. Can you not hear it?" <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, that fucker is loud as shit. And he's just crying. He's like, "Oh shit, I'm sure it's just in your vagina." Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, freaking uh, Stacy, we're gonna need a bigger hill. <laughs> You get that far? If it was that huge ass hill from the end of the last movie, and you had to drive up that bitch every single time, yeah, well, yeah I would. I would, I would I've been like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh man, but I, I, I really, I, God, this just movie really affected me in the way that I watched it. And I was like, fuck, man, like, like, I, I, like, it's so interesting. You know, this guy from the city coming into this rural area and seeing how everybody is kind of communicated with each other and the way that they all kind of are they're grieving at the same time, even though they don't really show it. And then just that, that you just knew that simple, what's it called? Uh, at night, it was at night. It's like in the, in dusk, I think it's dusk or dawn. I can't remember. Um, but the light being turned on and they're crying. They're like, Oh yeah, it's, it happened. She died. 
she died. And uh, every all the women are kind of walking and they're just looking at him like, yeah, he's taking pictures, but whatever. It's like, yeah, like let this guy leave. But it's just, I, I don't know. There's just something specific about this film that I just, I can't pinpoint to you right now just how deeply it affected me. And it moved me to tears when I finished watching this film. I was like, oh, God. I was like, Kero Stami, the fuck are you making me cry for, bro? But yeah, this needs a restoration soon, please. Jane. I mean, I think that would that would help me with it. It's just, it's not as good looking. And yeah. I don't think I don't think it's as well structured as the previous movies we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's it called? Uh, that's 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 on you, man. Yeah. But um I, mean, I would rather watch a taste of cherry like twenty times. I, wanna, no, Brad, I, mean, I would watch Taste of Cherry more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I just yeah, God, I, I, I really enjoyed it. So um I think we uh, is there anything else we need to bring up? Uh, that for oh, I knew I had to bring something else up. I hope that kid did not eat that damn apple when it fell down. Cause that thing rolled into a lot of stuff. Yup, bro. I hope he washed that apple when he got to you, his. You, you know, you know, he pulled it like a, an uh, American, like just rubbed it off and took a bite. Yeah, <laughs> he touched some sort of like water or like oil or something. There's like, like so many fucking chickens running around there. Literally chicken chickens. Yeah. 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 I'm also very much interested in the way that this freaking this this village is structured. Like, yo, like you got like places on top of places, and like I there was this one shot where this lady was like on the ledge and grabbing something from someone on the top of her, like like the soup. I'm like, huh, like this 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 village is really interestingly like structured. I wonder if this was a set or this was an actual real village. Probably real, kind of like they did with the earthquake in the last one. Yeah, I liked I liked some of the overhead shots. I thought those were very well done where it's just looking down at yeah. people. Like, I think one was where they were doling out clothes. And that's when I thought she died because they were just getting rid of all her clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, God, man, if, if one thing you'll memorize from this film is uh, Salam Aleikum. Salam Aleikum. Salam. Or, Hello. 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 <laughs> would love to read the script and see how many times he says fucking hello. I want to know how many times he had to drive up that. I think at the end there, you could see he was getting pissed at it because he almost flips that car at that one turn like a couple times. if <laughs> <laughs> he did it. Also, like, can we just discuss for a second um, that scene where he's shaving like fucking up like this? Who the fuck does that? He's like sh- just fucking going up against the grain and all that like fuck no no yeah, yeah he was you're like, in like iran you're gonna fucking cut yourself i'm sure those razors aren't fresh dude also the like fuck? dude he was going through some of those areas like three times bro i was like yeah like it. how the fuck did you not cut your face off and then i and then i was thinking like the first time i was like oh is he talking is he looking in a mirror or something or is he like like is he like talking to someone like or you're just looking at the camera purposely. And I'm like, cause that's going to pull me off. And then what's going on when you cut to the wide shot and you see that she's, he's actually looking at someone down there. I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. He's talking to somebody. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Sick. I'm like, okay. That, that's, I was, I was ready to give a criticism because of that. And I was like, are we really like breaking the fourth wall here? Like, are we literally looking at the camera? Like, come on, man. But, um, no, it, it, he was, um, he was, what's she called? Talking to someone, but, yeah, he was like, and, and then also he's like, he's there and he's like shaving him and he's like, I'm also just take a peep at his teeth and I'm like, Wee! hey, oh, brush, bro, brush. 
Fucking Yeah, well, God, man, I, I, I got to say, though, what's it called? Uh, Keanu Stami really has a way of, like, of shooting this stuff, man. Like, God, like, it's just, it doesn't matter, like, where this guy seems to be. These shots are smooth. Like, those pans are so smooth. Mm-hmm. Those tilts are smooth. And everything seems to be really, really smooth. Like, I, I don't, I, I, don't know if it's a crane. I don't know if it's like a, like a freaking, like a what's it called, um, a steady cam or something. But Jesus Christ, Robert Rodriguez He's got like in wheelchair. insane fluid head for how much fucking sand is in that place, dude. You know, I, you ever got sand in a fluid head? It fucking sucks, dude. You can feel the dust, bro. Like I could, yeah. Feel the <laughs> but uh, hey, man, uh, that's a call. Hey, that happens over here too. So you know. It's uh, I, I, where I live, what's it called? We're really close to the beach. So, what's it called? There's just this, like, once you start crossing into that area, dude, you just feel the sand coming to your face. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, if there's anything, if there's nothing left to say, boys, uh, we want to go ahead and throw some scores out. Yeah. All right. Aiden, what do you give the wind will carry us? Fuck. Um,. He hates scoring more than anything. On this. I, yeah, I'm not very good at it. Um, I'll give it like an 8-2. Like, it was all right. I don't like it as much as the last one, I guess. Like, I do think that, like, the how long it is, I think, fits for how much he needs to kind of, like, change throughout it, I guess. But also, it just felt long. Like, I feel like I was more invested in the first hour than after that. I was like, all right. Now like, get up the fucking hill already. Yeah, like, he kicks that turtle... Um, You're like, what the fuck? Fuck this guy. Asshole. Forgets I, his camera. I, I, tries to I, take a photo I, I, when someone says I am, I am glad they go back to the turtle and they show him flipping over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was really concerned about the turtle. Yeah. Super concerned about the turtle. I was like, dude, please tell me you're not just going to leave that thing. I'm like, uh, come on, man. You're going to be an asshole like that. Like, I get it. You're mad that you might just have to leave soon. But like, well, and it wasn't just that. It's he got in his car and he, he stared down the turtle the whole fucking time. He put that thing in reverse. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, 8.2. Brad, what do you give uh, the one will carry us? Uh, give it a seven and a half. All right, man. I'm going to go ahead and give the wind will carry us a nine and a half out of ten. I really enjoy it. It's not perfect, man. Uh, I think that the way that, that the way that he creates close-up, that's as perfect as it gets to me, man. I'm like, yeah, per- close-up to me is, is, is grand. And then Taste of Cherry comes next. But um, I like this is up there. This is like my third or second favorite Kiarostami for sure. I, I I adore this film and I think that uh, Kiarostami is really special when it comes to when it comes to cinematic uh, art because he just seems to blend so much poetry and every frame looks like a fucking painting. Like seriously, like a lot of these these shots were reminding me of the Van Gogh segment in um in Akira Kurosawa's uh, Dreams, where uh. By the way, Martin Scorsese plays Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah, you never thought you would see that, right? No, but he does. All right. Without further ado, though, it's been a wonderful time, and I want to go ahead and uh, what's it called? Get some plugs in here, Aiden. Where can they find you, zooming celebrities? I mean, I hope they don't find me during that. Uh, <laughs> but on Twitter, you find me at a burns one five two. That's a b y r n e s one five two. Or on Instagram, Aiden.Burns, A Y D E N dot B Y R N E S. All right. Fans. OnlyFans.com slash Aiden.Burns152. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, you get your paper how you need to get it, bro. 
Especially right now during the pandemic, I understand. Something's got to pay for that lens, but. <laughs> Can you show us the lens, by the way? Oh, like, okay. Let's see this thing. I want the people to see it because we, we spent a really good portion of that show talking about this freaking lens, dude. It's fine art. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really fucking dark. Yeah. Yeah, your, your whole picture's been dark as of late. Well, wait, I can just that. use a. There we go. That's better. Oh yeah! Oh, my God, that motherfucker cost you one thousand seventy-two. Shit, hot as fuck. The <laughs> sponsored Lifetime movie with Mario Lopez. Hey man, if you uh, if you recommend that for the twenty-five dollar tier on Patreon, we'll, we'll review it. But I straight up classic, it. straight up classic. Yeah, look at that thing, bro. That cost him a whole band. Yeah, you better go in here and buy something off his face. <laughs> that thing is needs to be bought. Something needs to be bought. Just, Just listen um, to that. But, uh, yeah, Brad, where can I find you? Uh, Random Germ 101 everywhere. And I'm the NerdCon on both Instagram and Twitter. And as always, we want to thank our wonderful patrons. The patrons are the reasons this show can happen. And uh, as uh, I'm doing something, so like, you know, I'm gathering these files. And if you are interested in watching the um, video version of this show, going to be available to patrons by the way it's available on patrons it's going to be up on patreon i've got like all the files from last week's shows that i need to get uh, uploaded but they're all going to be on the patreon by the way but uh if you're not a patron you can listen to the audio version on, on wherever you can find it but uh, if you're a patron you get to see a video version too and it's going to be on an unlisted link on youtube because guess what youtube can demonetize us there but it's okay because it's for patrons and patrons are cool. So without further ado, we want to talk about our wonderful producers, our writers, and our and our uh, showrunner. Let's go. Yes, Brad, forgot to mention you mention to you this week. Tamor is still somehow a showrunner. So cool. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, keep calling him a showrunner because he is still a showrunner. That mean he just cannot that. support what's it called? Uh, he just can't do it the way we, we've been doing, but we found a way to work around it. Mm. So uh, my friends, we want to thank our wonderful producers, Cassie and Sarah, the Soldier Producers. We've been a Soldier Producers for a while now. Um, I want to thank our wonderful executive producers. We have, of course, the wonderful Grayson Barker 98 on Instagram, Warlord, Warlord One Bar on Twitter. And then our wonderful Shane. We're going to find Shane. Twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at XSRK underscore. And of course, our writers, our writers, the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Bryce. Brown Rice 96 on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, what's it called? Uh, MySpace, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Pornhub. Pornhub, yeah. OnlyFans, you know, whichever one you want to find. I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to say that on Twitch, but whatever. Um, yeah, Bryce, thank you for being our writer of the show. I promise we will get to the Terminator films. I promise. Promise, and also we what's called we want to thank our wonderful Tony. Hey Tony, you can find him at Real Nerdy Dan on Twitter. And uh, as always, we will catch you guys next week for another review of Basquiat Rostami Month as we look at 2010's certified copy. But this week, this week on Thursday, we will be live for another episode of Nerdcore as Brad and I finally do the damn thing. We get to do it, man. We are reviewing. We are reviewing Christopher Nolan's Tenet. 
So, yeah. well, what's up, man? It's it's finally out. We can uh, grab where, it. Where, where do you watch that, motherfucker? Huh? Um, uh, uh, on our Discord. Yeah, you can watch it with us. Yeah. Shit. What is yeah. that? Yeah. I, I'm just gonna we'll send you that link. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you, you want to be on that review or what? We'll see. On Thursday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thursday, same time. Yeah, if I could watch it, I guess that, that would probably work. Yeah, man. Uh, we're gonna, by the way, the way we're going to watch it, guys, what's it called? Uh, just for the people who are listening, um, Aiden will have his own copy, and we all watch on separate, what's it called, different screens. Brad will watch on his screen, right? Because there's no way that we're actually streaming it together because no, that's very illegal. No. Cannot yeah. do that. No, like, we're we, not all, we all got our own copies. We all got our own copy, right? Yeah, we mm-hmm. definitely all got our own copy. So, uh, yeah. And Aiden, uh, it's in the private chat if you want to join the Discord. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'll get my... Dude, my he's been account. in the Discord. Yeah, he played Minecraft a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, without further ado, it's been a lot of fun here, and we'll catch you guys on on Saturday, on Thursday for our Saturday morning review of Tenet. But if you want to go miss that, we'll be back next week for a certified copy as we continue on with uh, Basquiat or Stami Month. But as always, make sure you guys stay safe and you take care of yourself. Brad, send him out. All right, Roll. Thank you being host as always. Thank you to Aiden for being a great guest host. Always glad to have you back every December. And, um, yeah, I guess to end this, I'll just say don't flip the fucking turtle. Young Yoda out. Hello. <laughs> <I'm- laughs>